Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello everyone, welcome to your fan team stream ahead of game week 36. It's the weekly monster that we talk about. It's essentially building a free hit team uh, for fan team with different prices, very different to FPL. So if you're here for an FPL content, it probably isn't the video for you. If you're interested in fan team, whether you've played or not, uh, stay tuned and we'll be talking about some of the best picks going forward. I'm joined by Josh, last year's winner of the Premier League and potentially this year's winner of the Champions League fan team game. How you doing, Josh? Right at the top of the rankings. Um, I'm all right, mate. Yeah, last night was really good. Um, it's it's almost the last time you're going to be able to say for last year's winner now because like it's it's going to be someone Not if else. you win the Champions League, mate. <laughs> it's um it's looking like it's going to be a guy called Piggy Bank. So if he exists or listens anywhere, you're doing very well on the season long game. So congratulations to Piggy Bank. It looks like he's gonna he's got it locked up. I think so. Yeah, he's got like fifteen of the top twenty teams or something. Mm. So like it's going to be hard to catch him. I think. You won't believe what I did, or you will believe because I've told you. But <laughs> last week I came on, didn't I? I said, Mr. Deadline, Che Adams was captain. Somehow forgot again. Third week in a row, Che Adams captain. Obviously, didn't get anything. I think you just have to let it run now. I think you have to just like leave him as captain for the rest of the season. <laughs> it's Brentford this week, you know. So it's, it's it's only a single game in a double game week, but um, you know, I think I think you've you've made your bed at this point, mate. I just I don't know. Like I was doing all right. I mean, my 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 team is is three thousand in the world. So before this whole Che Adams debacle, I was kind of I don't know twelve thirteen hundred something like that, and and doing quite well. And I feel how like the casual FPL players feel when they when they miss deadlines. It's, it, I missed it once, and it just kind of really threw me because I just thought, well, no matter what I do now, I'm always going to be annoyed that I didn't change my team that week and I should be higher than where I was and and it kind of yeah I just kind of lost interest in it I've been playing more of the monsters focusing on the Champions League stuff and the the season longs kind of died and it's yeah it's it's stupid really I, I think next next year we've talked haven't we about you know I, I think as a as a kind of more casual player of this I think I need to have less teams you know dedicate more time to focusing on those teams rather than trying to do too many I think that's the kind of the key for me because I have really enjoyed it this season it's just annoying that it's that's happened. Yeah, it's definitely like a snowball effect. And I've got I've got a story as that might cheer you and a few okay. listen, listeners up as well. So my friend Alex Doyle, who you know quite well, um, 
has. I do indeed. Has attempted, unfortunately, <laughs> he's attempted to play a wild card each of the last three weeks and not click the button three weeks in a row. So he's do, he's taken like a minus fifty like three weeks in a row and still hasn't played his wild card. So, um, oh wow. Yeah, he's he's literally made the same mistake because he's got lots of teams like you. So he's done this. He's done it on three sort of different teams or two, mm. one team twice and another team once. But um, yeah, he's he's literally made the same mistake three weeks in a row. So hopefully you can press the play wildcard button this week and he'll, and he'll be okay. And I can press the transfer out Che Adams button uh, tonight to, to make up for it. Yeah, um, yeah, that's great. So yeah, we, we won't be focusing on that. Um, obviously, it's it's kind of, if you are interested in the season long game and the second chance game and content for that, it, it kind of runs the similar to, um, you know, FPL. So you can check out some of the other content on Scout for that. Obviously, the double game weeks are still there. There's no chips, but everything else is kind of the same. So if you're looking for help with your moves, um, you can do that. We'll be focusing on the, the monster game, uh, which, oops, I just wiped my... Uh, thing um but yeah the graphics on the screen for that now there's two different entry points you can play for 20 euros or you can play for two uh, euros obviously it's a form of gambling so be gamble aware don't gamble any money that you can't afford to lose um, essentially and i do lose money on this every week uh, except for this week where i actually won a little bit of money for the first time i won like 25 pounds or something so yay which you know you win 25 quid and actually i'm, I'm only putting in probably you know, two pounds a week, something like that. So when you do actually have a, a decent size win, um, you know, it kind of covers the the money that that, that we've lost. Um, well, this is this is it's a great start to streaming, it, Josh. We're talking about the mistakes we've made. We're talking about the fact we don't win any money on this, and then we're going to be trying to advise people um, going forward. Uh, but it's the last monster in this format. Uh, do you want to explain a bit about how the monsters are going to work going forward? Yeah. So I think um, this is the last. Uh... The game week 36 is the last monster where like there's a big prize for first like an, in a tournament format where like first gets loads then second gets a bit less third gets a bit less and it goes down um all the way to like the min cash which will be like the top thousand or two thousand depending on which game you're playing so whether you're playing the 16 pound one or the um one pound 68 one um so as of next week um, for game week 37, the monster is going to be exclusively a satellite to get into the game week 38 comp, which is like um, a hundred euro entry, I think it is. So, what will happen next week is there'll be like only prizes of a hundred euro tickets in the monster. So, whatever team you win, the most you can win per team is an 100 euro entry, but there'll be a lot of like 100 euro entries, mm. I would say. like at least 50 people all win a 100 euro entry ticket. So um, the prize basically like goes down further next week for higher, but the, the up top is much less. So um, yeah, fan team are just trying to get as many people into that game week 38 tournament as possible. And then just to follow up on that, there'll be no monster in game week 38. So in game week 38, it's just the 100 euro comp. So you really want to try and be winning a ticket in 37 or 36. So you can sort of um, have an entry in that tournament in game week 38, which is going to be very exciting. Yeah. So this week it's the it's the format of a 20 euro or a two euro entry. Then there's a 30k or a 6k prize pool based on which one you enter into. Next week it's tickets. You just basically got a place within the top 50. Say we don't know exactly what the number is, but say it's in the top 50. Um, and then that goes into the game week 38, which is the big final game week 100 euro entry. Do you know what the prize pool is for that? No, not off the top of my head. I'll find it now. But what I was going to say is, like, I think the prize pool for this week and next week, so 36 and 37, will be the same. It's just, like, 37, it'll be more evenly distributed into, like, 100 
hundred uh, euro ticket chunks. You know what I mean? So like, um, like this week, I think they always promised three thousand for first on the on the sixteen pound monster. I think three thousand euros for first or something. Whereas like obviously first next week in thirty seven, we'll only get a hundred euros still. So it's a yep. good week to sort of come towards the bottom of the prizes, exactly. but still get a prize. You know what yep. I mean? If that makes sense. Yeah. Yep. I'll let you look look up the prize pool for thirty eight, and then we'll move on if we know it. Yeah, I'll I'll find it. I'll just keep um keep moving on, and I'll I'll just interject with it when I find it. All right. Okie dokie. Right. So we're going to move on to monster uh, for this week. Uh, these are the games that are in the monster. So there's no double game week for these teams. It's purely the first game for all these teams. You have got Brentford v Southampton, Burnley v Villa, Chelsea v Wolves, Palace v Watford. Brighton v United, Liverpool Spurs, Norwich West Ham, Leicester Everton, Arsenal Leeds, City Newcastle. There's no uh, early game. There's no Friday night game. So it really is kind of, I think it's every team, isn't it? One, two, three, all ten, four, yeah. five. Yeah, all ten teams, which is quite rare. Normally there's a couple of teams that kind of miss out. So it's a big week. Lots of interesting matchups that we're going to talk about going forward. And we'll talk about some of the prices um, as well going forward. Got the prize pool? 100,000 euros. 100,000 euros, I think. It's good for 100 euros, that is. And especially, like, I would imagine a large percentage of the people will have won their ticket for cheaper than 100 euros. So mm. you can have a really nice payday. Um, 100,000 euros in the prize. It'll be 10,000 for first, at least. Yep. 10,000 euros. So that's that's amazing. So um, hopefully one of one of the listeners or something can get their hands on some of that because that would be, like, a lovely story to end the season, I think. Absolutely, it makes that 38 even more exciting. Not that it needs to be any more exciting because it's already the best day of the year. Even more exciting if you can win some some big money on it. Um, and especially if you're competing in the season long or the second chance games as well. There's loads of stuff to, to consider. Um, right, what are you thinking this week then? What, what, what fixtures stand out to you? Well, I want... <laughs> I've decided I want to spend all my money in midfield this week, like an attack okay. again. It's just like, so I need to try and find some cheap defences, I think, that are, I think are like sneaky clean sheets. And I think there's a few of them on here. So, like, we've obviously got the two teams who are involved in Europe tonight, Leicester and West Ham. I'm looking at them. Will they have a hangover again from that? Will they rest players completely like this weekend? I, I suspect they probably will again because... Um, their whole focus is probably on that European competition, I think, especially if they go through. So um, we've definitely got to keep an eye on tonight's results, I think, as to whether we think West Ham and Leicester all rest at the weekend. Do you agree? Yeah, so there's lots of investment in Everton assets, even though they've got the worst away record in, in the league. But we're expecting wholesale change at Leicester, particularly in defence as well. Leicester are already the bottom ranked team for minutes per XGI non penalty over the last six probably in large part because of all the rotation that they've they've got going. Uh, we don't know who's going to start in that game. It's likely going to be a massively understrength side. Richarlison's probably not going to get banned. We don't think that's going to happen. We think he's probably fit as well. So he looks a good option. You've got Gordon as well. You've got maybe some of their defenders um, are, are probably all reasonably priced, given that they can't really defend, but they might be able to get against Leicester. So that looks good. But then, I mean, West Ham against Norwich... Do we really want to invest in not? I mean, Pookie maybe he's the only one though, isn't he? I think I think I was more more inclined on the Everton side of things, as mm. you said, rather than the the Norwich thing. It's um, we're at that stage of the season now where what teams have to play for is is absolutely central to what we should be picking. I think um, this like Burnley and Everton have got everything to play for, and they've got like very decent games. I would say like not guaranteed wins but definitely games that can be competitive in. Do you buy into that theory then heavily do you? 
Absolutely. Like, I think, <laughs> I, I really like think if, so Burnley have got Villa this week, like, the, the, it can go one of two ways where Burnley either succumb to their their own pressure and just like, you know, Villa play freely and absolutely batter them or Burnley just care so much and they put in that extra 20% when they're running towards the ball, which it it, it has to be a thing, literally. Like, it's just, um, you know, especially if Villa are playing like, sort of their normal team. Like th- those players just aren't as motivated as the Burnley players on the other side of the game this week. So I've, I think it'll be quite a cagey affair at Turf Moor this week. And I, um, I think it might be a, a kind of a low scoring one. I think that's what my that's what my gut's saying, but I might hedge my bets by sort of covering both clean sheets, I think. Because I think it could be a really, really cagey affair at Burnley this week. And the same as you said at Leicester Everton, maybe I think Everton clean sheets, very decent thing to to predict, I think. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. I don't. I don't. I don't feel as strongly about you as this whole motivation thing. I think you've got teams at the bottom of the league. They're bottom of the league for a reason. They're not that good. Doesn't matter. Let me look at Watford. Doesn't matter how much Watford want to stay up in the league. They're not good enough to. So I don't think we should be picking their players just off the back of that. I think Everton are Everton are an interesting one because Richardson is a good player, right? He, he just he just he is a class player. He's in the Brazil squad. He's he carries the hopes of them on, on his shoulders. He's on penalties. I, I, but I do what I do worry about that away form. I don't think there's going to suddenly become an amazing team away from home. But I look at that Leicester game and think they have to win that game because they're not going to get a better chance against Leicester. Leicester will rotate heavily in that match. They're going to make what seven, eight changes off the back of this Roma game. I imagine. So I mean, Richarlison's got. I mean, he's, he's only eight point seven as well. He's got to be like first name on our. On our team, I think this week. I mean, I I love him for the, for the re- like the other thing about the um about the needing to win and stuff is you know that team's always going to put their best team out. So like mm. for a season long game, Richarlison is like one of the best picks I think from now to the end because he gets ninety minutes, he's on penalties, and and he's going to start every single game between now and the end of the season. You know what I mean? So I just I think that comes into it as well. Um, Added to that, so like Norwich and Watford, I agree, they're not good enough to stay in the division. It doesn't matter how much they try, they're not going to stay in. Burnley and Everton are completely different to that, in my opinion, because Burnley have, have had like an amazing defensive record in the league for three or four seasons now. So like back in their defence, I don't think that's an unreasonable thing to do, you know what I mean? Because they've kept two clean sheets in two games. I think the two games before that, they conceded one in those two as well. So they've had a really good stretch now of just playing well, defending well, and ultimately I think they've won the last three games or something, um, mm. or three of the last four or something. So like they're a, they're a team in form and, and, and I think they've got a very decent chance of getting a result this weekend and almost guaranteeing their survival, which sounds crazy from like four games ago. But like Leeds, Leeds it's just like, in trouble now. Yeah, and to be fair, like I know everything I've said about Burnley and Everton, I think Arsenal are going to absolutely batter Leeds on Monday night, um, Sunday, sorry, on Sunday. I, th- I think I've got a really strong feeling that that could be a big win for Arsenal. Um, well, let's 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 move over to Arsenal then. So, if you think that's going to be a big win, obviously we need to select some of their players. I mean, Saka's thirteen point five. I imagine he's one of the most expensive players. Yeah, he is. He's only the only players more expensive this week are Foden, Salamara, Sterling, and, and De Bruyne. But you've got to have him, right? If you think that's going to be a, a easy win for for Arsenal, um, any other players? What about Enketia up front? Yeah, so I like Saka, and I like picking. Um, Enketia if Lacazette's ruled out or I like picking Lacazette with the safety net of Enketia like I think it's worth 
just covering that. Just with, I think he's an extra naught nine or something. He but is not nine. I think it's I think it's worth covering that. Like if there's any sort of doubt as to which one will start, um, I do think it'll be Enketia. By the way, but I think you just need to be safe with these things sometimes. And I wouldn't consider a captain in Enketia, so I think it's fine to just have. It's a lot of money though, 0.9. It is a lot. And if we need it, then we can start to make like a, a somewhat risky decision and pick and get here. But I, I think he's going to start. I mean, like if, if Arteta has been watching the games, like I think you would know to start and get here, I think. But um, mm. yeah, I like and get here and I like Saka. I don't think I'd go anywhere else personally. What about Tavares down at 9-6? Nine, nine, it's not, it's not bad. Like I, you, you know I like to double the defences and I, I don't think I feel confident enough in an Arsenal clean sheet. I think I think like Leeds could easily score in this game but still get battered, you know what I mean? So I think like I think there is a decent chance Rafinha can score a goal or make something happen from nothing or something. But yeah, I think I like the front I think I like the, the front two the most so Saka and Enketia, I think. Okay. Let's go for so so you want, let's 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 go for Enketia over over Lacazette. Yeah. Um, I'd be absolutely amazed if Lacazette started this. I mean, you know, it's the first one of double. He's had, he's had a good break. He played well against West Ham. Busy player. He offers them quite a lot at the moment, way more than than um, Lacazette does. He just needs to finish. <laughs> he needs to finish some of his chances. A hundred percent agree. And like, if I was the manager, I'd pick Anketia for every game for the rest of the season for sure. But it's just like it's just that your appetite for risk mm. a little bit. And um, and yeah, I think he'll start and. You know what? If he doesn't start, he 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 doesn't have a safety net, but he will definitely come on. So yeah. you'll get a point or something at least. So yeah, yeah, I think it's fine to take the risk. I mean, how about some of the other moves? I and mean, you've got you've got um, Chelsea v Wolves. I'm not. We're not expecting huge amounts of rotation for Chelsea in that one, given they've had a, a what, eight day break now, and then it's the Leeds game, which they that's before the FA Cup final. Um, City v Newcastle as well. City off the back of that that crazy game last night. How do they pick themselves up? Um, in that game, any players you're looking at from those two teams? Uh, more so City than Newcastle. Uh, more so City than Chelsea for me. Um, I think Wolves have shown the ability to be resilient. So I think it's like, I think I would be very surprised if Chelsea put four or five goals past Wolves. Whereas as good as Newcastle have been, I think we could see a bit of a response from what happened last night. Um, and I think if Man City are in the mood, they they do have the upside of the sort of four or five goal scenario. You know what I mean? I think um, so. It's just like trying to figure out who's going to start for Man City. I think more than anything, and using the safety net, as we've talked about. Yeah. Who would you who would you go for from City then? Well, De Bruyne came off early last night. I hope there's no injury there, but I think he's always top of mind for me when I think of Man City attackers. I I just love him to bits, and I I. I think they'll be desperate to win this title now. There's nothing else to play for. Like I think this is, it's it's just tunnel vision now, isn't it? It's just like the Premier League is their is their aim. So yeah. So um, and as I a think, safety net, in this I well. think De Bruyne gets the minutes. But I think, but in in terms of this, I think he's a good captain option as well, which you wouldn't necessarily get the safety net for if you put the armband on him. But you'd just have to pick a reliable vice captain. Yeah. I think. Um, I love De Bruyne. I sort of love Sterling as well. I know he's always the top one. Is he the top one again this week, the highest price? Is he no, above De Bruyne? De Bruyne's top. Oh, okay. They flipped it around this week. It's normally Sterling a top, but um, regardless, Sterling's obviously got a really good safety net below him and I do fancy him to start this one, I think, after he uh, missed out again last night. So he didn't he didn't get the start last night. So um, Very unlike you to be recommending double expensive options and normally you do that in, in defense I, I don't think you've ever normally you're picking out the bargains in, in midfield and up front and and 
you know, but you're you're saying De Bruyne and Sterling. Yeah, definitely De Bruyne. De Bruyne is by far the top one for me. And I think just picking Sterling gives you the option of having Mares or Foden, whichever one of those three plays. It's probably two of those three that play, to be honest. But I like just having the the extra attacker because I've got a sneaky feeling this is a big score, like I said. And in my, if people disagree with me, you obviously wouldn't pick two Man City attackers, you know what I mean? But I think there's a good chance Man City come back with a really, really good response on Sunday. Yep. Okay. So no defenders? Cancelo, 11-8, Laporte, 11-4, Diaz, 11-3. I think Cancelo's one of the ones I make the exception for. So I think he's always in play just because he's so attacking. He's done really, really well this season with in terms of the attacking returns. City are a great defensive team. <laughs> they didn't quite show it late last night, but um, <laughs> like they've they've been a good defensive team across the as, across the season as a whole. So um, I think it's reasonable to pick Cancelo. I think it's even reasonable to pick two, but... I think I prefer some of the cheaper defences this week. You've already mentioned Everton. I like Burnley. Um, I think Crystal Palace are very good at home to Watford as well. I think that's a really nice defence to double up on as well, actually. I think they're around the 9, nine or 8-8 eight, eight mark or something like that. Surely you go for one of James or Alonso, though, against Wolves, given that Wolves can't score and you've got the safety net. Yeah, no, I don't mind doubling that one either, to be honest, if you want to find some more cheaper bargains forward. I think... That like that kind of double up, I really love where you've got two attacking defenders, like one either side. They've both got safety nets. It makes perfect sense. If if you think Chelsea or Gabriel Gigi, that's those two are perfect. I like the double with with James yeah. and Alonso this week. I think sure. that's that means, perfect. That means it's, probably no room for Cancelo. No, I think we sacrifice Cancelo and double either Everton or Burnley. I think go to go with that just to save some funds a little bit. I think, and then I think we we can build some decent attackers. I mean, Pickford 7-1, Mikalenko 6-3. Um, I like it. You've got Mina at 6-1, who I like, but no safety net because there's Branthwaite and, and Patterson. Um, you can go Mikalenko and then have Mina yeah. as the safety net if he doesn't play. I think that seems reasonable to me. I, th- I think yeah. Mina will play, but... So at but... the moment, I mean, we, we can talk about some of the other options as well, but we've got Pickford, James, Alonso, Mikalenko, Saka, De Bruyne, Sterling, Richarlison and Ketia. That gives us 11-5 for one more option. Uh, Lynn and Nuclear are talking about Palace options in the chat. Yeah. Because they play I Watford think... at home. Uh, Zaha's 11-7, so we're just off being able to afford him. Uh, Gallagher's 11-6. Elise's 10-7. Eze's 10-1. You want Zaha, really, don't you? Give I'd want Zaha or Gallagher, probably Zaha. So I guess we move <clears throat> Mikalenko to Mina and then we've got enough. But there's no safety net with Mina. And, like, we just need to find the money, though, don't we? You he know plays, what I mean? though, doesn't he? Yeah, I, I, like Mina's their best defender. Like the, the I'd be more worried with him getting subbed off with an injury rather than not starting. To be quite honest, like I think, I think we're all good. Um, okay. I think I think Yeri Mina is a great option. I think you can move the money around as well a little bit. So like you, you know what I mean. Like a, we there's some options we haven't discussed. So like I think for example, I think Harry Kane and Son are absolutely ridiculously priced again this week. They're both like seven point two million or something. Um, which like it's against Liverpool. Yeah, seven but, six for Son, seven three for Kane. But they're premium they're premium assets. And they did this against City earlier in the season where they got like two attacking returns each in the in the away fixture at the Etihad. So I think they're very much in play. I fancy goals in that game. So if you need some budget relief again, I think um I think those two are great, but they didn't quite make our make our build, did they? I don't think Well they're... Liverpool are pricey. Salah's thirteen nine. Jota's 13-1, looking at like Trent 10-2, Robertson 10. Um, the only player I'm not really sold in our team, to be honest, is um, is uh, Sterling. 
We can we can oh, easily already, make the switch. Hang on, yeah. hang on a minute. We're 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 a three four two. That's not a formation. We're out of budget. <laughs> we need to get rid of Sterling. Though. We do. Yeah. I thought, and, I, thought, and I thought we were three four three, but we're not. We're three four two. I was I was I thought it was a bit too good to be true because like we've <laughs> we've picked like a lot of expensive options here. So yeah, maybe put Son in the Sterling option or Kane or yeah. Kane in yeah, and then we can maybe get Mikalenko back or whatever. <laughs> And then we've probably got enough for. That would be triple like in defence, though. No, I mean swap it. Sorry, so like take Mina out and put Mikalenko back. In. You know what I mean, like. Yeah, but so we still got play, we still play missing. We still play. Yeah, but, but how much we got left for the last lot? Like six, six point, seven million, right? Six point five. Yeah. Yeah. So that there is a few options down there. I think. Um, obviously, we haven't quite got enough to go for the Kane Swan double up. I think we're like a million short of that mm. or whatever. But um, yeah, I do like. I think there's a few teams that are underpriced. Let me just have a let me have a look at the six five mark. I haven't looked specifically at that price range yet. So you get Connor Roberts at six four, or Charlie Taylor if you're backing on that Burnley clean sheet. You know, I like that one. So that's a very good option for a start. Um, don't mind Harrison away at Arsenal. I think that's that's fine if you want a little punt. Um, but I think I favour the Burnley players. I think. Yeah. So Roberts. Yep. He's he's been the most attacking by far in the last three or four weeks. It it doesn't look like the most inspiring team though. I've got to be honest. I mean, Pickford, Mina, Roberts, James Alonso, Saka, De Bruyne, Zaha, Son, Richarlison, and Ketia. I guess it's all right. Yeah, I mean, I, don't I think love it. we've overspent. Like we're not overspent, but we've chosen to spend our money on the Chelsea defenders, right? And I think mm. I always think when you put loads of money at the back, bearing in mind, like on FPL, these assets are like five to six million, right? We're sort of paying almost double that on on this kind of slate, you know what I mean? So you, you're sort of deciding to put the money into those, you know what I mean? Rather than having, we could, we'd have two premiums in that slot, you know what mm. I mean? If, if we didn't choose to go that route. So I always think the team looks slightly worse on the monsters when you put loads of money into defence, which is absolutely fine because they've got genuine hall potential, but it just like makes the it makes the attackers especially look a bit weaker, I think. Yeah. And when uh, it, when in Ketty is twelve million as well, that makes that's <laughs> like that's another thing. Like he's he's priced like a premium, but he's a he's a budget on FPL and fan team season yeah. long, you know what I mean? So he's a lot of money. I mean Saka and, and Enketia, thirteen five and twelve. That's what Eskimo says in the chat. Arsenal too expensive. They they do seem very expensive. I mean, you know, like James and Alonso at eleven, you know, two million less than Saka. Uh, it's, it is a lot of money, but you've said that you think Arsenal are going to batter Leeds, so you kind of have to invest in, in their attackers off the back of that. Yeah, I mean, I personally, if comparing Saka and the Chelsea defenders, I personally prefer Saka, but like, I think I think it's mm. close between those, and he is more expensive, so I understand, I understand the the sort of comparison there, but yeah, maybe maybe we could. Maybe we'd take and get here out, maybe, and make it make it look a bit better in midfield. I don't know, like, or nah, or pick a I different like striker. Nah, I like, like him. I think if you're if if you're if you're backing Arsenal, you, you've got to have two attackers. If you think that's going to be yeah, a you go for it. Yeah, you go, go for it, and I like that. So, yeah. just some others I've got written down. So we've already talked about Kane and Son. I think they're ridiculous. I still like the Liverpool attackers, even at the price. I think it's it's very reasonable if you think that that's sort of a three-two game to like pick a, a Liverpool attacker or two and pick a Tottenham attacker or two and just like play them off against each other. Zahar Gallagher, we've mentioned. I don't mind Mount and Havertz, but I think the defenders are better. Now I think you've yep. talked me into that one. 
Um, I like Jared Bowen with the safety net because I think if he starts, he could do amazing mm, at Norwich. I, like I think that, that as well. Like yeah. I think that's really tasty, and he's a nice price, so I don't mind that. And then the other oh, one I like that we haven't mentioned is Ronaldo at nine seven. He is on fire at the moment, and I think that is a very good price for him away at your boys. Um, I've got a sneaky feeling you'll win actually, but I still think United might score. So I think Ronaldo's got every chance of being the goal scorer. So yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think the likes of Trossard at eight nine isn't isn't a bad pick. Um, he's probably the only one that I'd, I'd consider from from us. I mean, I was I was hoping to see Trossard more in the seven million mark. I mean, when you look at Son and Kane being seven million, like the Trossard should never be more expensive than Son and Kane. Let's let's be let's be honest. Uh, but if you are backing on on the Brighton getting result there, then then you know that's it. I mean, we are better away from home um, that, than we are at home. So I, I I think I think I think it's a draw is, is probably what I'm, what I'm backing there, but. I think Trossard's a, a bit of an interesting one. Um, we haven't mentioned anyone from Southampton or, or Brentford. That's the kind of the opposite of what you're saying. Two teams with with probably nothing to to play for. Um, I mean, Tony's ten six, which is a lot of money. Um, how much is your How much is your boy, Wal Prowse? I haven't. You don't, I haven't actually you don't know. This so this game right. I almost like I think on a ten game slate you can just like cross some off that you just can't call. You know what I mean? So Ward Prowse is eight eight. By the way, um, <laughs> I. If I was going to pick anything from this game, I would pick the Southampton defence on the basis that it's very cheap and just like use it as budget relief again. Like I'm, I don't have a strong view on this game. I think to, if I, if I had to write something down, I'd write one one or something. But like mm. I just don't have a strong call on this game. So by that basis, I've just crossed it out because I think there's other games I, I feel like I've I've got a bit of a stronger prediction on. So. Yeah. Um, and it's important to do that when there's 10 games as well. Like if there's three or four games you don't want to be part of or just can't call, it's literally fine to just cross them out mm. and there's still six to pick from, you know what I mean? So um, that was one of the games that, that I just sort of crossed out this week. So Yeah, I mean, so um, our, our, team, our team just, just to remind everybody is Pickford, James, Alonso, Mina, Roberts, Saka, De Bruyne, Captain, Zaha, Son, Richarlison, and Enketia. Like a few people are saying in the chat, it's quite safe. And I think looking at the fixtures, it's quite easy to say Chelsea are going to beat Wolves, Palace are going to beat Watford, Arsenal are going to beat Leeds, Everton are going to beat Leicester and, and City are going to beat Newcastle because they, they seem you know quite logical. But actually, we're like three games before the end of the season. City have just had that awful result against Real Madrid. Chelsea could, could rotate. You know, Everton are rubbish away from home. I think there's lots of different ways you could go with 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 this week like you know you, you've got these kind of obvious teams that we've talked about but you could load up on Leicester you know getting a Harrison like you mentioned getting a Jared Bowen back Watford to score because they're not too bad away from home against Palace there's you know there's there's lots of differential things you could do as well we've we have kind of played it safe but if you wanted to kind of flip that completely then you've got options to do that as well too yeah there's two things on this as well like number one like I think I just read out another 11 players that like I really like yeah. that aren't in this team you know what I mean so like that's that's 22 off the bat straight away that I think are good picks you know what I mean like plus there's there's others as well that I'll, I'll be like oh yeah that might be a good price actually or whatever um the second thing is we could just go wild on the captaincy here with this team couldn't we like if if you look at it and think oh this is too safe you can just take a wild punt on the captaincy like I think capping one of the Chelsea defenders would be amazing on this mm. team with the double defense you know what I mean and just hoping Reese James Halls hoping Alonso Halls like they've both looked great recently so like I think I think if you if you look at your team and think it's too safe, I think just taking a wild punt on the captaincy on the monster is a really nice way to play it. So like you you think you've got eleven good picks, but like trying to differentiate with the armband, you know what I mean? I, I think that makes perfect sense. 
Jesus, Nuclear Atoms isn't happy in the chat. He's calling us cowards. He's saying we're never going to win. <laughs> God, he's really going for us on this. Calm down, Nuclear. I know you're happy Real Madrid won, but, you know, don't get, don't get right. ahead of yourself. He's right. We are cowards and we're never going to win. He's, <laughs> he's, he's got it completely right. To his yeah, that's very true. Yeah. I know. It's, uh, yeah. Like, like I said, we, we've like, you know, he, he has a go for being cowards and then says, why are you mentioning Bowen? And he's like, well, because no one's going to have Bowen because they're off the back of the Europa League and, and things. But he's playing Norwich. I, I think he, he's an interesting one. He's, he's someone that I might consider over in Ketia, for example, in this because he's got the safety net. Um, of, of yeah. And anyone playing Norwich should be should be considering, especially for a one week. Uh, I wouldn't pick him without the safety net, but the safety no. net element makes him a perfect pick for this game because every single West Ham midfielder is below him. Um, some of the ones we wouldn't normally pick, such as like Ben Rama, Lanzini, Fornells, some of those are likely to get 90 on the basis that they won't start tonight, so they will start at the weekend. You know what I mean? So it's like, even if Bowen doesn't play, there's some very reasonable options that will have Norwich away who are already relegated. So yeah, um, I like them. I'll put him in yeah. just just to show we're not cowards. I'll put just him triple in over up. Just put, put all three West Ham in. Why not? Just like... <laughs> we should put in a West Ham player without a safety net. That'd be really that'd be really wild. Yeah, we need to put Mina back in just to show we're not cowards as well. You We've know, got, I've mean? got Mina. I've got Mina. Yeah, okay. Mina's well, in. We're not. How can they think we're cowards then? We have got no safety net. Like it's like <laughs> just trying to appease appease new grams now. No, um, I mean yeah, like. I don't think, like, we've got triple Everton in our team, for goodness sake. Now, now I know, as I said, they've got something to play for and I think they're motivated, but, like, I don't think many people will take that line. No. So, like, I think I think that's differential in For itself, good reason. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think we're basically backing exclusively Everton 1 or 2 nil, which is absolutely fine because it, it's possible, but... Like you said, they haven't been good away, so it's definitely quite risky. Um, and then we've got our man Connor Roberts as like a sort of enabler as well. So like, there's, there's, we've My definitely, boy. we've definitely been quite brave um, in yeah. some in some parts. And I don't think many will go for Enketia either, just because he's quite expensive. So yeah, yeah. I think the point of these these streams is to kind of set up a kind of halfway house between talking about the sensible picks and then recommending a couple of differentials. If we came on this stream and we just had a team of like. I don't know, random players just because we were trying to be different. You, we, you kind of lose your credibility. So you've got to kind of find a balance uh, between... There's them, a fine line. So it's like... There is. I, I think typically you want like maybe eight really solid picks and then three a bit weird ones or three differentials yeah. or whatever. And I think that seems like a... That's a balance I tend to use when I build these teams each week. And I think... The, the the way I tend to differentiate, as I always talk about, is by doubling like a weird defense. Mm. Like some of the, I'll, I'll read out some of the ones I've got written down this week just to give people a few ideas. But Everton, we've talked about Burnley, we've talked about also Villa. Like on the other side of that game, I think I don't think many people will play that, and I think that like I think they could easily win one nil, for example, or draw nil nil or whatever. I think that, like Burnley aren't exactly potent attacking in in, in an attacking <laughs> sense, are they? So, um, and then the other the other one I wrote down that's quite weird is Southampton as I talked about earlier because they're all in the six million mark and I just think that that seems too cheap against Brentford who couldn't even score against United on Monday yeah. so um and then Palace is the other one I just think at home to Watford that's just a good fixture so yeah. I, I like their defense as well to be honest yeah loads, loads of options especially with, with so many teams as well I mean even the, we mentioned United I mean you mentioned Ronaldo briefly but they're all under 10 million Ronaldo's the cheapest um sorry the most expensive United player 9-7 uh Fernandez 9-6 you know, they, they, they are evenly matching the Brighton and United with Trossard being eight, you know, higher than eight as well. So it's and, nice um, and the other the other important thing here is Ronaldo's a striker. Now, I think there's absolutely no strikers to pick from this week. I think we've got Enketia slash Lacazette. 
Richarlison, Kane and Ronaldo. That's all I've got. Literally, yeah. that's all I've got. So, like, if you're entering, like, quite a few teams, you might have to go for Ronaldo just to make your team different mm. from the previous team you've built. You know what I mean? So, I think he's a good pick. And is there any other strikers that catch your eye? We talked about mm. Tony being too much. Like, Antonio's not going to play, Pukki, for example. maybe. Yeah, like... Uh, given, given West Ham and, and Europe, I think he's, like, 8 million, something like that. But, no, not really. I think it's, it's Richarlison, Kane... And Ketia as a punt, that's it. And Ketia yeah. as a punt, Ronaldo, yeah, probably probably those four. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Okay, so our final team then. Pickford, James, Alonso, Mina, Roberts, Saka De Bruyne, Zaha Son, Bowen, Richarlison. Uh new captain is money happy in the now. Bank. There's some money in happy the... now for some reason. All I did was swap in Ketia for Bowen, but apparently that's that's enough to, to please. Hard man to please. There's some money in the bank now though, right? As well. No, so like you zero. could even you could even upgrade a different spot, yeah. No, there's zero in the bank. Oh really? What yep. What and Ketia to Bowen? Is that they're the same? Yeah, and Ketia, and Ketia was twelve. Bowen's twelve one. Wow, that hmm. that's really interesting. Yeah, that makes me think and Ketia against Bowen. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to weigh that one up. I think offline yeah, after we finish because yeah. I think that's really close. That's quite interesting. Yep. Uh, nice. Well, hopefully that's been helpful. Hopefully people um, enjoy. Uh, you know the, the last sort of pr- well proper in inverted commas uh, monster. Uh, this season good luck uh, with it good luck next week as well with the satellites but we'll be doing a video kind of ahead of that um as usual uh, i think that's it for us from now josh um any plans this weekend hmm. not really i'm but like i said i'm back at, i said to you offline i'm back at my parents house so probably see some friends around birmingham where i used to live um might go for a walk how, how mental i don't know and watch Whoa. some football how about you Whoa. you got anything on uh no not really I think I'm gonna do the same. Going to London Sunday, watch football. God, kind of, kind of nice, but kind of boring. It's kind of how it, how it goes. Sometimes it's the best kind of weekend if you so. just want to like semi-relax, just watch a bit of football, and then you have to go to work again the next week. So yeah, so yeah. <laughs> relentless, isn't it? This this life. <laughs> nice one. Cool. Well, we'll be back next week. Uh, good luck uh, with all your FPL and fan team. Uh, puzzles that we're trying to work out. Hopefully, if Charles doesn't get banned, that would really kind of throw a spanner in the works, but I, I don't think he will. Um, but we'll be back next week.